0: Hello, everybody. Ella J here on behalf of WrestleZone. And today I'm joined by the real deal, Zeta Steel. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic to be speaking with you today. You know, you've done a lot in your short career thus far, but you know, I wanted to talk about uh, your nickname first of all. You know, <laughs> I it, it rhymes with Zeta Steele. I like that, but I right? Mean, what does it exactly mean to be the real deal? Can you kind of explain the origin story of that? I can I can't look. One,
1: I love Sasha Banks. You know, she calls. I know the you boss, do, right? Yeah. Bianca Belair, she calls herself the EST. So going into wrestling, I was like, I need a nickname. I need something. I already knew I wanted to go by Zeta Steele yeah. since I was like 16. So I was like, hmm, I was just bouncing stuff off. And I was like, the real deal. It, it just rhymes. So it one, it's kind of stupid, but like, there's a lot of meanings to it. Like if I'm a heel, look, I'm the real deal. I am better than you. Look at me, you know? But if I'm a face, look, what you see is what you get. If you like me, you do. If you don't, you don't. It's whatever. But I'm unapologetically me. So the real deal.
0: Yeah. So it's a lot I, of- yeah, <laughs> it has like a certain like attitude or like not flavor, like a little added flair to it. It's like there's some yeah. legit, obviously le- real deal insinuates like you're a legit kind of like a legit boss we'll get into sasha banks a bit later Mm -hmm. i know she's had a lot of influence on your career but you seemed like you said you were pretty set on zeta steel from even before you started wrestling what kind of obviously no it's not your real name but what kind of drew you what how did you craft zeta steel in your mind
1: so i'm arab a lot of people don't know that about me and so i there's not a lot of representation especially in women's wrestling Mm -hmm. um so i wanted an Arab name. And I just love the name Zeta. I thought it's really unique. I don't know many Zetas. I don't know if you do, but I was like, hey, it's an Arab name. It's unique. Got it. You know? Um, And then Steel, I don't know. I just, I wanted something that was cool, but like, not like too girly. I don't know. I just, Zeta Steel. I had like a bunch of different, like, you know, you have a list of names you want to use and stuff. So Steel was on there and just mixed it together and came up with that yeah
0: Yeah, the only kind of other zeta i can recall i don't know there might be more but the only one i can recall was zeta ramir aqa from nxt Mm -hmm. she was zeta ramir for about six months um but really obviously then she kind of dropped that after she left so i guess right now you're the only active zeta in wrestling so you kind of own that name but you know part yeah. of that journey you've been kind of crafting your character even before you got started in the ring so kind of still on your journey so far can you kind of talk to us about the process of developing yourself and your identity in the ring and kind of who zeta is as a character
1: yeah so i love heels i grew up loving aj lee love yes. the beautiful people i just always knew i was going to be some sassy little can i curse on here yes yes I knew I was going to be a bitch. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I just, I knew that it was just, I'm 19, I'm young, like, you know, when you're young, you, you do stupid things, you're bratty, it is what it is, right? So I always knew in the ring, that's how I wanted to betray myself. But now that time is progressing, and I'm getting more reps in there, and I'm actually working a lot more babyface um, in other promotions. So I was like, all right, I gotta add some layers to my character. And instead of just, you know, just bitching out mm-hmm. the crowd or my opponent, let me... Let me pop off. Let me add some layers. Let me be me. Um, and it's just, I'm still working on myself, yeah. especially as a baby. Because right now, I've been told, "You're still healish out yeah. there." And like, I, I can't just be like, "Come on, guys!" Like yeah. that's just not me. Um, but I'm trying to find that even, that ground where I can just the crowd love me, but I can still be me and not, yeah. Because they people can tell if you're not fully you and you're just faking it. So.
0: I feel like especially sometimes you do have to fake it until you make it until like you said you're still getting those reps in early on it hasn't even I believe been a full calendar year since you made yeah it was last August I believe it was it hasn't been even a full calendar year since you made your debut so I feel like getting those reps in um, I was talking to uh, your good friend and my good friend Emily J real life good friends you know she's also been playing uh, heel she's kind of in the opposite she's been mainly a baby face she's been getting to hone her side on the on the heel side. Yeah. So you know it it takes some some reps, especially still in your rookie year, as they say. But I do have to give you some props because you know, while you may be uh getting more reps in with your character aspect, your ring gear game is strong so for me like uh-huh. seriously you. like you you talk about popping off you popped off there <laughs> I but I, I I'm curious for you where do you kind of find your sources of inspiration where or where do you go to in envisioning your gear because honestly like yeah. not a lot of be, you popped off sis as they say like seriously yeah
1: thank you so it's so funny because my first ring gear it's like this black and pink one pink, um, yeah I was told like debut like two weeks in advance or like a week and a half and I was like I don't even have gear shoot so I hit up one of my uh friends he's also a wrestler but he makes ring gears and I was like hey I know this is super last minute I need something I don't care what you give me I just need something to get me through this match. Um after that I mean it's not what you wear it's how you know you pull it off. It's you know but um it was it was pretty basic but it it got me through a lot of matches. It was my first ring gear so I always hold it near and dear to my heart but then moving on I was like I need Zeta still needs something like especially when I used to valet I used to wear the wildest outfits yeah so I was like in the ring that needs to match so uh just ring gear wise I don't I'm trying to find my style because I'm very indecisive I like a lot of different things um you be I don't,
0: experimental nothing wrong with that
1: I love like Liv Morgan because she doesn't have like a specific I mean yeah she does a lot of fishnets yeah. but she just like a Sasha you know she has a crisscross yes um Bianca has you know her pants in the little top mm-hmm. it, everyone has their own style I don't really know what I want yet but I do want something with mm-hmm. bling and just bright so shout out La Lucha Lady my ring gear lady but right now I'm still trying to figure it out but thank you for you know
0: I'm I'm pulling up your it. Instagram right now because it's the latest one that you posted like especially um this this kind of like really really pink I don't know if it's the filter on it but there's a really pink oh it's and black really bright. One. yeah that one is so like I love it like honestly I, you know, I can see the Sasha Banks in there. You know, you got the crisscross in there, but I don't know. It's just like, well put together. Maybe it's shout out to your ring gear designer, but you pull it off really well. It it adds a layer to that kind of the real deal vibe. And like you said, I know your dream opponent is Sasha Banks slash Mercedes Money So maybe this has something to do with it, but what prompted you to incorporate sunglasses into your presentation? (laughs) It
1: definitely was all her. Um, okay. Because when I started off, obviously, you know, when you not on stage fright, but, you know, it's nerve-wracking, and yeah. I was mainly a valet, so, and I would cut a lot of promos before I would wrestle, and so I was like, all right, well, let me just put some glasses on so I don't completely see everyone in the audience. Mm-hmm. It didn't have to play a part with her, but also, it's a little cheat code. If, you know, you're nervous to cut a promo in front of everyone or whatever, just, Pop on some dark
0: shades and you're good yeah and I know you you started off with kind of the the bigger glasses when you bling them out now you're going for I don't know what the style is but they're a little bit more retro like the triangle ones Yes. um what I mean how big of a do you have a big sunglass collection in like real life
1: yeah yes okay <laughs> I do I'm not like right now I'm like at a point where well, mainly because I'm baby now so I try not to wear my sunglasses even though i mean it doesn't really matter if you're heel or face you can still look good but i'm trying to steer away just because i've seen a lot of people start wearing shades and Mm -hmm. i don't like to do what a lot of people do everyone throws super kicks Mm -hmm. i stay away from that you know people a lot of people wearing shades now now i'm good you know what y'all can have it so i'm trying to steer away from that but i do love my shades i try to match it with my gear Mm -hmm. so
0: it is summertime, yeah. so like I mean, not that all these guys are outdoors, it back. Yeah. but like it works for heel. It, it it really does. Or if you're being a valet, I mean, it works heel. To be honest, it's like blocking out the crowd that you don't like, you know. Yeah. So I feel like well, that the thing works is too.
1: Is like when I when I started, I was valeting these uh, this tag team, and they would always wear hit vipers. So I was like, I yeah. need to match you guys, but yeah. put my own spin to it. So that's really how it started as well.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned at the beginning of this, I had this plan anyway, but obviously, you know, Sasha Banks slash Mercedes is a big influence on your career growing up. And even still now, we can see that. Can you give us a little bit more insight into her influence on you and why you gravitated towards her?
1: Yeah. So before her, um, the main wrestler that really made me want to be a wrestler was AJ AJ Lee. Lee. Mm -hmm. And then obviously after she retired, it was, you know, it it was a weird time. And that's when I started watching NXT because um every Raw and SmackDown was the same matches every week. So yeah. I heard a lot about NXT, turn it on instantly. Like the same connection I had with AJ Lee, I just had with Sasha. Like one, we're like the same build basically. Um she trained what, like four hours away from me. Yeah. Um so I just I character wise, she was all there. Yeah, she wasn't the biggest, but she flaunted herself. She made sure you knew who she was and I just it just inspired me and I saw a lot of myself and who I wanted to be in the ring from her. So I try to use little bits and pieces from her. A lot of people think I just straight up copy her. I mean, it is what it is, but I, I just love her so much.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you know, it kind of, you have that attitude. You're taking bits and pieces. Like you said, like, I can see the Liv Morgan inspo in your gear, you know, Sasha with the the straps and all of that. But I feel like a lot of people have also been doing that. It's not just them. I think people may correlate it to them because they have a higher platform. But I, you know, um, but I feel like you're taking bits and pieces of things that are inspiring you, but putting your own like twist on it. And like you said, you're still in this kind of experimental phase and kind of um, figuring out who you are. So kind of while you're doing that, you're taking influences from other people, but then making it your own if that makes sense you know so Mm -hmm, yeah I you know I love her and I know in a previous interview you said that you watch a lot of women's wrestling so I'm curious who else in this modern day do you enjoy watching
1: oh I watch literally only women's wrestling a lot of my coaches like laugh at me for it but I'm like hey look I'm a woman what do you you. you expect right like even growing up I love the divas I don't care like you turn on a Triple H Cena match or a Kelly Kelly Leash Fox match. I'm choosing the Kelly Kelly Leash Fox match. I don't care. Um, But I love, like I said, AJ Lee. Nowadays, I love Liv. I think Liv is just yeah. – she deserves the freaking world. She's really talented. I love Liv. I'm loving Cora, Roxanne. Like, NXT right now is mm-hmm. killing it with the women's division. All the women. Oh, my gosh. Um, Impact-wise, I love Giselle Shaw. I – I have a funny story um my actually like three weeks ago I was freaking out over a match to one of my mentors and I was just like I don't even know who I am out there like just had a whole breakdown and he's like all right hung up on me he calls me an hour later he's like hey are you like good at FaceTime I'm like yeah what's up Giselle Shaw was on the phone (laughs) and I was like
0: hi you know
1: she and then she just sat on the phone and gave me so much advice like we literally had like a whole Freaking! It was a whole thing. I love her so much. She's she followed me that night and just like send me your matches. I'll make sure you're good. So I love Giselle. Trinity's Trinity. Yeah. Again, she deserves the world. Mickey James.
0: That's my girl. I mean, that's you your girl. Tell, I love <laughs> that's my James. girl.
1: Yeah. I love Mickey James. Um, even AEW Sky Blue is killing mm-hmm. it. I'm so happy she's like being used a lot more. Tony Storm, Saraya's back. She was another one of my mm-hmm. favorites. So honestly, every female. I, I don't have like a specific. I just I just want all girls to succeed, you know. Just every company, no matter where you're at, just kill it. Get the same Period. opportunities. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I've met Giselle a a few times. I've only had great interactions with her. Taking us back to that conversation, if you even remember, you mentioned that you like got some advice and kind of um just a lot of knowledge to absorb from her can you tell us about what other kind of what that phone call entailed and maybe some advice Mm -hmm. that you took away
1: yeah she was basically telling me she was like look have fun yeah you can stress i mean it's if you're not stressing it's not you you care you know um she was just like have fun also nothing because i was talking about the crowd reactions Mm because i was like i'm working baby but it's just not fun i don't know why i am out there she was like look sometimes it's gonna suck sometimes you're gonna have to pause not start the match until the audience starts you like look at them mm-hmm. you know baby or heel um you you really don't have to switch up what you do just instead of you know talking your shit to the crowd talk shit to your opponent you still do the same thing so she was giving me just more so character advice and just tell me just to have fun like be in the moment like don't stress about it you you mess up you're not even a year in you're good you know mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and you know, she's one who has great character work. A lot of it is obviously heel-based, but she's been a babyface before, kind of back when she was still in the the UK indie circuit. So she has that balance right there. So she's definitely one that I enjoy watching. I know, like you said, you grew up watching wrestling with your brother. But thinking back to your childhood, what did the younger version, what did your younger self envision your older self doing when she got older?
1: Oh, honestly growing up i can't say like it wasn't until i moved in like i had my own room that i was like all right i love wrestling this is what i want to do because when i was uh watching with my brother growing up i was kind of just forced to watch it you know the younger sibling like tv privileges like mm-hmm. who am i to tell my brother can we change the channel and watch yeah. like iCarly or something like no <laughs> oh, i was
0: childhood yeah right yeah.
1: and like i was just like forced to watch it with him and then i just Literate, legit was like groomed or like grew to love it mm-hmm. and until we moved I had my own room and then that's when like total Diva started coming yeah. out and like I just loved it and I knew instantly I'm gonna be a wrestler I'm gonna be the bitchiest bitch you will ever meet uh, I'm gonna be a coward <laughs> do whatever it takes to you know win at the mm-hmm. end of the day and look I have my championship that I still you know yeah a lot of people hate on me for you know the way I retain it but you know what if you're not cheating you're not trying
0: you know that's all I gotta say so you know you you embrace that cowardly heel that performance art of it I gotta respect it you do what you gotta do Zayda I respect it I respect it now like you said you know once you turned 18 you made that major move and dropped out of high school to pursue professional wrestling yeah can you give us insight obviously you know there was a passion for it but what prompted you know this kind of Not drastic, but definitely life-changing decision. And how did you land up in MCW? Oh,
1: so since the age of like 12, I was like looking at schools, um, you know, got no response. You're too young. It was what it was. I knew as soon as, it's so funny because it all lined up at the perfect time because COVID hit during my like junior year. um, And I was, you know, 17 and I was like, all right, cool. I turn 18 in a couple months. As soon as I turn 18. I've been looking at MCW since I was, like, what, 13? So, at that point, I turned 18 in October, and by January, I started training, and I was trying to balance school and wrestling, but at the end of the day, when you know what you want to do, it just, I have no plan B, like, wrestling is all I wanted to do, and yeah, um, my mom, surprisingly, because, you know, we came to, my mom came to America for us to get an education, so let her know hey I'm dropping out and I'm actually you know gonna become a wrestler at first she was not too thrilled but then she saw how happy I was and how I was really committed and this Mm -hmm. is really what because my mom knew from a young age this is all I wanted to do but she didn't actually believe that I was gonna go out and do it and but now she's she would drive me it's so funny because I didn't really i didn't have my driver's license up until like March so I was oh maybe driving illegally but um she would drive me the first month and like sit for four hours while I'm at training mm-hmm. um and everyone would be like yeah why don't you come with us like after training to like sheets or something and I'm like oh no I've got school or whatever yeah. the whole time my mom's waiting in the car it was as much as she hated it she my mom's my biggest supporter. she loves
0: you yeah yeah that, that's real love right there if it makes you feel any better better I turned 26 in October and still don't have my license oops um <laughs> hey you know what? I'm not even judging I'm not but I have mine now so yeah yeah I'm good Please yeah don't come for
1: me you know
0: yeah but I, I I'm curious you know while you're in high school or even before that did you partake in any athletics or kind of performance arts because it's kind of a blend of both of those
1: so sixth grade i signed up for the wrestling team and my first day i thought it was
0: <laughs> you thought it was, it was like professional wrestling yeah,
1: yeah. and yeah. then i go there and everyone just like grappling each other and i was like oh i lasted a week and then i was like yeah this is this is weird i'm we're, and then i started doing theater afterwards i do i did theater theater chorus so like when it comes to being on stage it helped me out a bit i've been doing theater since i was actually in elementary school but yeah i feel like that definitely helped play a part in me not being as shy or i'm more open when i'm out there
0: yeah and and with theater was it more like i know especially in middle school high school it's normally like plays or musicals i assume it was that kind of thing yeah yeah what do you have like a, a standout or like a memorable role that you cherish from your high school middle school days Um, (laughs) not a role,
1: but like, I have a moment where like, everyone, it was uh, fifth grade, it was our final like performance. And like, everyone was just like, messing up. And I just like started improv to like, doing my own thing. Like, forget the play. I don't even know what it was about. But I remember doing my own thing. And then afterwards, my uh, teacher came up to me, she's like, so what was that about? And I was like, Oh, uh, you know, everyone just forgot their lives. So I just figured at improv, and she was like, "It was actually really good." So, it's a little stuff like that, but nothing. I got. <laughs> I would always go back and forth, especially in high school with um or middle school with my theater teacher. We would go back and forth because I just I didn't agree with some of the stuff we were, you know, yeah, reciting or doing. And I was like, "Hey, this would be a funner route. Hey, this I feel like the kids here would love to watch this instead." And it just I always spoke my mind, even now, like. I'll be in training, and I'm like, "Hey, why are we doing this? Like, maybe the crowd's more into character work instead of all these moves." You know, I I always speak my mind. It gets me in trouble, but hey, you own it. <laughs> I do. It's literally who Zeta Steel is in and out of the ring. Like, I yeah. tell it how it is. So
0: yeah, and you know, kind of taking it back. Like we said, your debut match was in August of 2022, correct? against yeah. Trisha Dora nonetheless so how was that experience for you finally competing in your first professional match and then on top of that working with a—I would say a major name like Trisha Dora
1: yeah um it's so funny because I started training at CZW around like two months before yeah and I would just tell DJ like yeah I like kind of annoyed like because um MCW does these student shows called Breakthrough and I would just kind of be annoyed that the only girl or one of the only girls in training is not getting a match. I just felt stuck in the valet role, which I look, I get it. When you first start, you're not ready to be in the ring. Yeah, Being a valet, they'll help you, you know, tremendously. So when you do get in the ring, you know, you're not as nervous and stuff. So I will always be thankful for that. But at the same time, my training was progressing and here I am like, damn, still waiting for a match. So I was telling DJ about it and then he was like, well, do you think you're ready for a wrestling match? I was like, yeah. I mean, I know how to properly, I know the fundamentals. I know somewhat where my character is going. So yeah, I do. And so he's like, all right, cool. Gave me like a week and a half notice. I was like, hey, by the way, next show you're wrestling Trish Adora. And I was, Trish treated, she was, it's so funny because a lot of people say their first match is like probably one of their worst. Yeah. That was up until this year one of my best matches like I'm it was she let me do whatever I wanted like and it's weird because a lot of people are like oh you're green so we're gonna slow it down and yeah you know keep it basic Trish was like no what do you want to do and I was like well I've never done this move but it looks cool she's like cool we're doing it so she was very giving and was the easiest person to work with I, I really want that match again now that I have more experience
0: Yeah, and you know, you we've talked about at the beginning of this kind of some of the the challenges in finding your character and stuff. But obviously, you know, like you said, you've grown a lot since your since you've uh since you debuted. So kind of as your rookie year comes to a close, it's soon coming up. August is right around the corner. How do you think that you've grown as a person and as a competitor since that debut with Trishadora?
1: Well. Since then, I've definitely gone through a lot. Um, If it were up to me, I would tell you everything, but I'm trying to, you know, try to watch what I say nowadays. But just know I have gone through some crazy opportunities that most wrestlers could only imagine or dream of. And um, going through that taught me, like, all right, right now we're going to work. Like really work. Um, like I said, right now I'm trying to focus on also having fun. Mm-hmm. But since that matches with Trish, and now I'm like, all right, this business is a lot of things. It's yeah, you want it to be fun, but you start to see the scummy side, the the very you know, it's if I wasn't mentally strong, I would have already been out. But I love this so much. So right now I'm just trying to focus on doing the right thing, grow, get out there just getting as much as many reps but also learning from many different people like I've worked gr- girls greener than me and I've given girls her first match and I'm working vets like I just worked Diamante which was yeah the best so right now it's just I'm very I'm like a sponge right now I just want to learn everything I've been doing a lot more intergender matches recently so just right now this closing year it's a lot. I'm de- like, I've gone through a lot in a year than most have gotten in five, so, yeah, one day, one day I will fully talk about it, but if you're catching what I'm dropping, Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, you know, early on in your career, as you said, you've landed some pretty cool opportunities. You know, you got to take part in the WWE Raw 30 special. And then, again, three weeks later in the Valentine's edition, where I believe you took part in that segment with the Mysterios and Rhea Mm -hmm. Ripley. So, can you tell us more about your extra work opportunities at WWE this year? Yes, so...
1: Crazy. like i literally especially at raw 30 like undertakers right there and freaking like all these le- especially the, my first extra work was in a legends night mm-hmm. all these people i grew up watching like well, it's it was crazy but yeah shout out to gabe S- sapolsky yes that's his last name yes he reached out to me he's been he's another one who's like always been part of uh, by my side he reached out to me after my match with mandy leon was like hey I know you're green. I know you got a long ways to go, but I do see something in you just like I saw something in like a Cora or whatever. So he's been like ever since like October, just always a text away. Like, Hey, send me a promo. Hey, I just watched your wrestling open match. So he's been one of my biggest supporters as well. And he gave me that opportunity to do extra work and get more eyes seen. So shout out to him. I'm very grateful. Um, It's crazy. Like, being back there it's because they don't it's not like an AEW like they they're very specific on who they bring back stage yeah. and it's I'm grateful I'm one of them so
0: what did you I don't remember if there was like a poker thing going on what did you do at Raw 30 exactly?
1: Raw 30 I they didn't end up using I don't actually no they used like two people but I was not used unfortunately I was only used for the Valentine's Day it's a hit or miss like you're yeah. there legit like 12 hours like from like noon to midnight it's but it's worth it you know you get a their catering is bomb you get to watch yeah. the show they actually uh let us back uh be a little seat filler so that was cool um free show you know and you're mingling with the stars and getting yourself out yeah. there so I remember complain about, you, really. you
0: got you actually got some air time for the the Rhea Ripley Mysterio's Valentine's Day segment I remember seeing you know I was like is that Zayna? I was right next yes to I know table. I know <laughs> I was like that's that's just so funny but you know like you said you didn't wrestle at either of those appearances but like you said you were surrounded backstage with a lot of seasoned veterans and producers so I'm curious were you able to kind of pick anyone's brain while you were backstage and if so kind of who was it or what did they say it's funny because they tell us not to
1: like really talk to anyone but you know me I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna find an opening. So I talked to Shelton Benjamin, he was very, 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 very sweet. Mia Yim, who is, um, it's actually funny because my mentor, he's uh, his name is Blake. He was like, Hey, you're going to Raw, all right, cool. I'm gonna text Mia, i make sure she talks to you. So she was just talking to me, telling me how like things are backstage mm-hmm. and how to be on your P's and Q's and just be like, Don't everyone's there, like on edge and trying to be professional. And you know, yeah. she's like, Dude, like talk to people it doesn't matter like or they need to kick her kick you out um so she was very sweet Rhea Ripley is very 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 sweet she yeah. is I shouldn't say that but she is um Byron Saxon is another one who like sat and actually talked to all of us and made sure we all were comfortable and, and they didn't really give advice but they kind of were just like oh actually no I lied four doors opened we sat and you know watched People practice whatever they needed to do. William regal actually came up and talked to all of us. It was like basically, do we have any questions? A bunch of us asked questions. He just sat and made sure to talk to each and every single one of us. It was he didn't have to. I think that was like his first week back too. And like mm-hmm. the fact yeah. that he did that, I know he was super busy. So he's there's a lot of people there that are just very giving. And I respect that because they could have easily been like, Oh, that's the extra cast or whatever. Like, all right, cool. Keep on walking but there was a couple of people that stopped and really got to get to know us and yeah it was really nice
0: did you um get to ask regal a specific question or were you just kind of absorbing everything as it was happening i
1: think because everyone was asking him really good questions okay. by the time it was my turn i was like well i don't want to ask him a question just so he knows i care yeah. so i think i asked him like something about social media and he's like yeah well I'm not the best one to ask for it and then he like (laughs) made a joke about it I was like at least I got something in there you know it's better to like ask stupid questions than to just sit there and be one of the only ones to not say anything so
0: yeah it's kind of a running bit on social media on on twitter at least well he he will tweet like he's not the best at yeah twitter so instead of like making threads he will literally make separate posts to everything and he he just makes a bit of it on twitter so that's kind of funny though but you know kind of to close things out you know you're coming up closing in on your first calendar year kind of looking towards the future now do you have any personal or professional goals that you're yearning to accomplish this next Year now coming up
1: oh i definitely want to do a tour whether that's in the europe the uk wherever um an international tour which may or may not be happening soon um i'm definitely trying to just get out there because right now i wrestle in the same states basically so i'm trying to travel out there more which i am getting the opportunity Mm -hmm. of making my i think it's in chicago either way my illinois illinois debut for Dreamwave August, yeah, 4th and five. So, I'm excited for that. So, I'm just trying
0: to. Wait, my goal is that's the one that okay, that's the one yeah. that I think Mickey just got announced for.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, go on. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people actually
1: like Masha's on it. Um, Makito, I'm. Oh, looks like in one of those matches. Girl, we don't know, yeah. but um, yeah. So my goal basically for this year is just to travel everywhere, um, internationally. On the West Coast, wherever the case may be, um, that's basically really it. Right now, I'm just trying to focus on reps, reps, reps. Work as many people as many different places. Have fun, like always. Um, continue to add layers to my character, and just see where that takes me. You know, right yeah. now I'm not in a rush because, again, I'm 19. I'm not like, yeah, you. Everyone in school to get signed young, like especially look at the NXT roster, look right? At but, Hale. Same age, yeah same age and it might win the championship so you know it's definitely watching that you are you're thinking to yourself it's hard to not compare yourself but surrounding yourself with the right people telling you like hey it's not a marathon or it's not a sprint it's a marathon like everyone's time is different yeah. so just keep doing you don't be discouraged constantly you know again surround yourself it's like i can't not stress how important it is to surround yourself with people who truly want to see you win because Lord knows there's a lot of fake people or a lot of people that use you just to see where they can get you and with a good team like you rather have three solid people than a whole school of fake people that don't really actually care about you or yeah.
0: Yeah, wrestling's an inherently maybe I feel like in anything, but especially in wrestling, it's you know it's very competitive because yeah. you know there's only only so many big companies with so many spots, you know. And and like you said, everybody's journey is kind of different, you know. uh I think Thea Hill had a, a few years of experience before she even got signed. You know, you're still less than a year since your debut, so I feel like you already have you already have a, a mature mindset more than most oh. people your age have. You. So I feel like that's gonna help 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 you especially go far in your career as you continue to progress but zeta thank you so much for chatting with me today before we let you go can you please tell listeners where they can find you on social media
1: yeah all my social medias are zeta steel email is the zeta steel at gmail.com so yeah i don't have any tiktoks just instagram twitter i do have facebook but it's not yeah, the best bet I, I i'm not listen. i'm not a facebook girlie <laughs> no but other than that yeah that's where you can find me i got a lot going on in the next couple weeks so be sure to check all my stuff out and hopefully this gained me a couple new fans or people you know check out who the real deal is you know yeah,
0: she is the real deal zeta steel yeah zeta, thank you so much for chatting with me today it's been a pleasure all
1: right thank you